0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to show. I like show better than podcast. To the secret podcast, and you're not supposed to be listening to this. And remember not to tell anybody because it's a secret. Shh, it's a secret. Shh. Hello. Why do? <clears throat> Jesus Christ! I always don't, you know, get a nice cough out before these podcasts, and I should really edit them out. But that's why this podcast is such high quality, because I don't edit those out. Anyways, welcome back to the podcast. Hope you had a great week. I had a good week, I think. I don't know. When I look back and I don't, you know, viscerally say that I had a horrible week, then I probably had a pretty good week. Uh, We had guests... From, you know, my partner's parents uh, to uh, old Kyle Gandy for a month. And before that, the weekend was Michael Masson was in town. Uh, so it's been kind of a week to like relax after kind of hosting for so long. Uh, while we do very much enjoy hosting, you know, it can be taxing. And also all this week, almost every day, we've had something to do in the evening, except for yesterday. So yesterday was a nice, it's calm down. Take a moment, take a breath, play some Rocket League with and you know, all the good stuff. Catch up on Dave a little bit. Um, but yeah, so this podcast will be coming at you today, Friday. I'm recording in the morning. Uh, so I hope you have a good weekend. I don't have a ton to say. Uh, there is a podcast that I do want to put out, but I want to put a little bit more thought into it. But what I am here to talk about is we actually have guests. So that's why I've been a little lax on the podcast. I've been super busy with life stuff, work stuff. And so I didn't want to just vomit out shitty podcasts like I used to. I'm waiting for guests and waiting until I have something impactful to actually say. Uh, Yeah, so the guest today will be Bobby. He's back from Ghana. And I'm sure he's going to tell you all about it. I think he has a long one. I believe I saw it was 10 minutes long. He also submitted three additional ones on top of it. Uh, Next week, I'm going to predict that you're going to see a Zuby podcast, a Hank and Tom podcast. Two guys who I met through the lovely Bradley, who's been on the podcast multiple times and has killed it every time with the most smooth audio you've ever heard. And so at the very least, I'm expecting those three, hopefully more. I've bothered Ashley. Oh, and plants. She sent me one as well. So actually, I might put plants on today as a little Friday, as a little Friday treat. Or maybe I'll save her for next week. So we got guests coming up. It's not just going to be me talking about my day and about how Walter is being just obnoxious the last two days. He is. He just wants to fight. And I don't blame him. He misses Kyle, as we all do so have a good weekend enjoy bobby's podcast i'm going with bobby's long podcast because this one's going to be a little shorter all right love you all bye
1: what is going on everybody bobby here and sorry for the little delay um just got back from Ghana and this is my post Ghana um podcast. I know I told you guys a little bit about what I was going to be doing in Ghana and it was incredible. It was amazing. 10 out of 10 and I am excited to tell you guys a little bit about it. So, um I guess on this podcast I'm just going to talk a little bit about kind of like the day-to-day, the synopsis, the synopsis about like how it was and um I'll tell like more stories and actual like encounters and like day-to-day things that happened on other podcasts but this is just like the original or like the uh initial kind of knee-jerk reaction to the incredible month that I had in Frankie Ghana so I know when I was given a little um update on what I was doing and kind of what I expected the experience to be like um I was talking about how I was going over there to do some sports volunteering and I was going to teach sports in a um village somewhere in like the greater Accra area. Uh, Accra obviously being the capital city in Ghana and my expectations could not be more far from reality or actually how it ended up going um but in the best way possible. So flew out there um a little over a month ago at this point, my flight was on July 13th and had a kind of like a weird um, flight path. I went from Detroit to D.C., D.C. all the way to Ethiopia and then Ethiopia to Ghana landed in the airport in Accra, had to go through all this craziness of COVID testing, going through immigration, showing my negative test from America, getting my negative test like an hour after in the airport, um, giving the addresses of where I was going, showing them like the um invitation letter from the program that I was on, just a lot of a lot of the classic airport drama of going into a new country and Global pandemic on top of that, add um, regulations in a third world country in Africa. And it was just, it was a lot. So anyways, probably was going through all that stuff for a couple hours. Finally got through immigration, got to my um, tarmac or whatever you want to call it, where the bags were coming out of my flight. Um, Since it took me so long, all the bags were already off the, um, off the area or the, uh, whatever you whatever you call it the rotating the rotating strip there and immediately I could see the bags that were there saw that my bag was not I have a pretty pretty um well well uh well seen bag um it's pretty easy to to spot from from far away um big huge bright blue backpack with with uh straps all over the place didn't see it there um, and I was like, oh, my God, you've got to be freaking kidding me. Had my little backpack that I brought with me with all my electronics, passport, wallet, phone, chargers, all that good stuff. But all my clothes, shoes, um, volunteering equipment that I brought with me were in the big bag. Um, walked around the airport a little bit, talked to a couple of people. They said just unfortunately, all you can really do is go to the back area. Uh, reported as lost, went in there. Told the lady what it looked like, gave her my flight number, gave her my contact info in Ghana, and she basically just shoved it at a desk and said, we'll let you know if it comes. So I was totally, totally, totally um, basically just expecting the bag to never come. I was accepting my fate of having no clothes, having to buy a whole new wardrobe in Ghana, and just absolutely not the way I wanted to start my experience volunteering. Thankfully, fast forward five days later, it got there. They got it out to me. Thank the Lord. But that was not a good way to start my trip. Um, and I think that kind of goes without saying, as I'm sure everybody listening can relate. If they've ever had any bad travel experiences or lost bags, 10 out of 10 would not recommend. Uh, but anyways, got to got to the house. Um, they were staying for the night. Uh, five other volunteers came that night. One guy from Scotland, Hamish. He was a 29-year-old. He was there. Two girls from the U.S., Um, one from Seattle, one from North Carolina, another guy from California and a, um, another dude from Scotland as well. So we had two Scots, two American guys, two American girls in our six woke up the next day, had some breakfast, um, and then we had a quick orientation. The guy basically let us know that we were going to a small village three hours away from Accra. Um, he also said that it was kind of all hands on deck because the school we were volunteering at didn't really have too many local teachers. So he said all of us would be teaching our own classroom, which was definitely a surprise. I didn't expect to be teaching, but not a bad surprise. I was super excited about it because I want to be a teacher eventually full time when I come Back um, from Vietnam next year. But, anyways, that's a story for another time. Um, and he basically told us we'll all be kind of doing a little bit of everything volunteer wise and just helping as much as we can. So, later in the day, we got in the car, craziest, bumpiest roads I've ever experienced, but it was just all part of the experience, I guess. Got to our um, volunteering compound in a little village called Frankadua, Ghana. And uh, it's in the Volta region. There's about 3,000 people in this small little village. And there's already um, six other volunteers, two girls from Spain, one guy from England, and one girl from England, two American guys. So there was 12 of us all together. We met them. um, And yeah. The next four weeks were truly some of the greatest of my entire life. Um, The schedule of the days were wake up at 7.15. We had breakfast served at 7.30 in the house. We'd all head over to school, which is about a three to five minute walk from the volunteer house. I had a fourth grade classroom. I would teach different subjects. Uh, They had a schedule every day, but I teach different subjects from 8.30 to 12, 12.30. I teach religion, maths. They called it maths over there. Um, I'm really bad at math, so apologies to anybody that I taught. Um, I don't think they'll be listening, but I just feel bad, and I feel like I need to apologize because I think they probably taught me more about math than I taught them. Um, then we also did some Ghanaian history, so I obviously had to follow the book on that one, and some science. So did a different subject every day. Had um, a break in between um, the first class and the second class, and it was just insane. The kids jumping all over you. They're the cutest kids of all time. They love you. They want to touch your hair. They want to pull your beard. They want to look at your phone, take selfies. It was just literally like a dream. Um, My class is so good. They were so eager to learn. Um, No phones, obviously. So everyone was just so happy to have a teacher. Um, And it was just... The greatest. Uh, so then at 1230, we'd go back to the volunteer house for lunch. I'd usually go on like a one or two hour walk to the village. Usually run into some kids from school. They'd invite me into their house for a meal. Every single day, I'd have some awesome encounter with someone in the village. Someone invite me inside. I'd have awesome stories every day when I get back to the volunteer house. Um, so I'll definitely be dropping some new podcasts about random stories that have just from small walking adventures around the village. And then... I got home from my walk changed and then we had sports training. So I thought it was just me doing um, sports volunteering and teaching any sport that I wanted, but it so happened that they had a soccer or like how they, how, how they liked to say football, as I'm sure most of the world calls it football, a uh, silly Americans call football, football, uh, football soccer. So Right off the bat, they're like, Yeah, it's football. Please call it football. So there's a football team in the village that I helped coach and that's what we did for four weeks. And it was just a ton of fun getting to see the kids get better. Um, once again, I'm not a good footballer, hadn't really played much growing up. So those kids are way better than me. So I was just kind of there facilitating, helping run the drills, kick balls back to them, help them pass, help them, you know play goalie and try to save some of their shots any way I could. Um, And then we'd get home for dinner at six 30. I'd go on a run with a girl that I met in the village who was in a jogging program and she needed someone to run with her. So I did that. And yeah, then we'd take bucket showers at night. We didn't have any running water in our compound, So we did bucket showers, which definitely don't miss those. Didn't get used to the cold water bucket showers, but part of the experience and yeah, we were all sleeping in bunk rooms. I was with four other guys in, in our room and wake up the next morning and do it all over again. We would go on different trips around the country on the weekends, and I know I'm almost double the amount of time that I'm supposed to be on this podcast, so I will save individual stories for the next couple, but um, yeah, it's really hard to kind of just summarize this whole experience for four, four weeks into five to 10 minutes, so I'm really going to try to spread it out. Any different podcasts, but highly recommend anybody who's considering doing volunteering abroad or a program like this, or doing something like this to just do it. It is incredible. You learn so much about the world, people in it. Um, it really just makes you think about what's really necessary in our everyday lives, what we need, what we don't need. Um, a lot of the excess stuff that we have and it's just, yeah, it's such a eye opener. Um, to spend time with these kids and people in these kind of places. And I will definitely be doing something like this again, but uh, thank you guys for listening in. Sorry that it's so long and definitely keep an eye out for future podcasts and stories coming up. Peace.